0: This is it. Last show of the year. Welcome to today's podcast.
1: You're listening to the best
0: of the Glenn Beck program. Well, it's the holiday. This is the last broadcast I'll be doing before uh, the holidays. And, um, you know, we've usually... Usually that means when we go on vacation, but uh, Pat is here with me. Hi, Pat. Hi, Glenn. Usually that means we screw off and we don't get anything done, mm-hmm. uh, but we are dedicated to you, uh, and uh, and so none of that's going to be happening. I wanted to go through some of the news, uh, and as a surprise guest I, uh, is Carl the Elf. Hi, Carl.
2: Hey, Glenn. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm pretty good. It's uh, It's a surprise to have you here in the studio. I didn't know that you would... You know, you'd make yeah, it for
2: you, this. you literally scheduled me to come in here.
0: <clears throat> I thought the elves were all about magic and...
2: Yeah, it's not magic waking me up early for okay. a very long commute.
0: Okay. <laughs> Your commute was long?
2: Yeah, the was freaking full. Have yeah, it? it
0: was. Yes, I have. It, but it's, uh, at least it wasn't congested. <laughs> okay, uh, Carl. <laughs> um, yeah. I just have to do some news with uh, the with Pat, if you just want to you know, join us for this. Have you heard, Pat, that uh, Joe Biden has warned of a winter of severe illness and death? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. that's Merry
3: Christmas, Merry, everybody.
0: Merry Christmas. Merry are you Christmas. sure that wasn't you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, he, is he listening to this show? Is that what's going on? President <laughs> Biden said yesterday that Americans unvaccinated against the coronavirus are mm. facing a winter of severe illness Jeez. and death. Which is, you know, the kind of the fun stuff that you like to hear from the president. Yeah. It's good that the Republicans are the fearmongers. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh Carl. Yeah. Are you vaccinated?
2: Uh nah.
0: You're you're not.
2: Nah. I, I mean, look, I'm begging for death at this point. <laughs> yeah you're I begging mean, for really. death yeah really. uh, um I'm sorry are you guys slaves to build toys all year uh, I-, I am I know what that life is like I
0: didn't I didn't it sucks yeah I didn't think you were slaves I mean you're you're up there in the North Pole you're always seemingly very happy well
2: I guess you could call it indentured servitude that doesn't end. There's another way of looking at it. If you want okay. you know, right. to make okay. the holidays nice and warm.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, th- thank you for <laughs> chiming in on that. Uh, here's the uh, next story. And I hate to bring this to you, you know, so close to Christmas, but the FDA is going to permanently allow abortion pills by mail. Now, Jeez. this is coming from the New York Times. They have lifted all the restrictions that would make the abortion medication more accessible. 19 states have already banned telemedicine visit for abortion pills. Uh, and so women are going to have to travel to get their mail, I guess, in in other states.
3: Wasn't that long ago that
0: you couldn't get RU-486
3: anywhere in the United States of America? You're going to be able banned. to get them in junior high
0: yeah. vending machines. Right. Yes. They'll have them. Good. Excuse me?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, look, the mail, whatever. Yeah, the post office might be bringing you some abortion pills, but we've been delivering these things for a long time. I've been hitting up the ladies with abortion pills off the sleigh. I kind of got a backroom sort of uh, dealing operation. If you want to call it that,
0: I uh, I think this is probably not something Santa would would. Why are you for abortion?
2: I'm a little well. First of all, I'm a little pissed off. The post office is cutting into my business, but um, I am for abortion for one simple reason, and I know women's choice is something we can all agree on. Um, but <laughs> it I don't, sounds
0: sarcastic, Carl.
2: <laughs> look, I don't care about women's choice what i care about is less toys to build the, the the more abortion pills i drop off as a jolly old elf means i gotta make less etch sketches that's what it means right, to me right you know um i look i you know this is why i don't get disappointed in your COVID reporting you know if if fauci's right uh you know i've got basically i'm taking march off and that's what I'm looking at right March and April I might be off from making toys so
0: you there are too many uh too many people for you too many kids
2: yeah I mean how many do we need in a four four or five I think would be would it be okay <laughs> per family uh, no uh total <laughs> <I> think <laughs> <laughs> look how many do we need eventually if you have five mm-hmm it, it, maybe one of them, you know, something happens at some point. So you got four left, and that's enough to propagate the species. Uh, at some point, I believe, elves should take over the whole situation anyway. You know, why, why you know, these humans, like, you're doing a good job running things? H- have you looked around lately?
0: Well, but you, uh, you don't seem like you're carrying a ha- well, neither does Joe Biden, but you don't seem to be carrying a happy message, one that we all want to get behind.
2: What year do you think this is? (laughs) It's 2021, Beck. Right. It is, we haven't had, it's been nonstop catastrophe for how many years?
0: Well, but uh, (laughs)
2: look at what you guys are doing. You, you full sizers down there, are, uh, have been screwing up this planet. You've, you've, you've got uh, disease spreading all over the place. Uh, Everybody's aborting each other. I mean, look, everything you've done has has screwed up this uh, this world. And what have we tried to do? Uh, Make it a happy place. And our efforts of bringing you, you know, little rocking horses isn't working like you guys. So,
0: So you so you think the little rocking horses used to work. And that's
2: what yeah at one point it made it like you know you had a decent place to live things were going relatively well and we'd bring you you know i don't know some stupid toy to make the kids smile for five minutes now they're basically gonna you know uh you know we're teaching them that the color of their skin is the most important thing about so
0: them. wait a minute wait 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 so when was it great here i just i just want to hear because you know they are you seem to have rose-colored glasses on. When when was it really, really great where everybody was had nice houses and, you know, were happy?
2: You're trying to—is this gotcha journalism? Are you trying to—if I say a year, you're going to tell me the worst thing about that year,
0: and then that was the thing I was rooting well, for. Well, but, I mean, when when was that? I mean, you know, things have been bad for quite some time.
2: I'll tell you when the the good times are— in the future, when people like you are gone, that's when we'll be celebrating. You seem to be we will be dancing and dancing at right. the North Pole at you that
0: point. S- you seem to be almost uh, somebody who likes eugenics.
2: <laughs> eugenics, huh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's, that's not my thing. You're the one that's basically in the Nazi party. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not talking about eugenics. I'm just, because I mean, that's... You were talking about giving
0: t- abortion pills to kids and, I mean, and, you know, and, and you're remembering things. I remember, remember, kids, you know, used to have polio and everything else.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. There, there was some polio stuff. We used to root for that. <laughs> we were like pro polio up at the North Pole. Be- well, yeah, because, you know, there was a time... When it seemed like, you know, we were not going to be able to get abortion pills through the mail. Now, (laughs) it's a lot easier to wipe these kids out.
0: Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, you were, were you behind
2: polio? I I don't want to say behind it. I I mean, I was part of an effort. Uh, To what? To create polio. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that uh, the elves were were part of the creation of Folio.
2: When is our vacation? I know your vacation is coming up after this show. Yeah. When is my vacation? My vacation is nowhere because kids keep coming. There's more and more of them. <laughs> I want none of them anymore. So if- they're uh, they all they're all sticky. Their their hands have like they've been like eating a candy cane and then. They get the residue on their hands And everything's sticky And and I just, look, I want a vacation And this is the way I can get it So,
0: (laughs) have you thought about Maybe asking Santa for a vacation As opposed to killing all the kids
2: Oh, you mean the guy who's imprisoned me For a thousand years? I don't know Thank you very much,
0: (laughs) thank you I appreciate it, Carl the Elf Uh, gosh It's uh, too bad he can't stay this is the best of the Glenn Beck program. Steve Dace, Blaze TV show host, uh, the Steve Dace Show, which follows this program uh, every day on the Blaze TV radio and television network. Steve, how are you, sir? Good morning good to you guys. Merry Christmas to everybody. Thanks for having me, brother. Are you in the Christmas mood? You probably are. I've
4: been in the Christmas mood since, well, I'm a Christmas flap. Uh, and. I've been in a Christmas mood since about three seconds after Halloween. That's when Christmas begins for me. November See,
0: I'm 1. usually that way. I'm just, I don't know. I've, 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 we've had so many bad things happen with our family. I'm going on vacation, and I just don't believe it. I won't believe it until I'm back. <laughs> uh, because I said to everybody, nobody's answering the phones. No phones. No internet. Everyone, the entire United States could burn to the ground, and Preach. no one is to recognize it until we are off of vacation.
4: Uh, amen. Sounds like you have teenagers. I feel <laughs> the
0: same. Yeah. Yes, I do. My wife yeah. said to me, I had a dream last night. She woke up and she said today, I, uh, I, I had this weirdest dream. I, I dreamt that we had a lion in the house. And I said, we do. It's called our teenager. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, Steve, you have a, a new book out, Do What You Believe, or you won't be free to believe it much longer. Tell me about it.
4: The last year... Uh, You know, on our show here on on Blaze TV, we kind of have a theme for the show every year. And and the theme for our show this year was that the answer is us, that if we we want to turn around the direction of this, just sitting around and waiting to vote ourselves out of it isn't going to be sufficient. Um, And we're going to have to learn some of the old arts of uh, resistance and noncompliance and civil disobedience that the founding generations of the country perfected in order to found us. And, And what's transpired as the year has gone on and it's become... More and more clear that the political system, with a, unless you happen to be governed by Ron DeSantis or a handful of other people, is largely ineffective or unwilling to confront uh, the, the authoritarianism that is beyond creeping now. Uh, it's a shadow that is threatening to overtake us, is we're going to have to do this. And you've seen it recently. I mean, just a few months ago, the airlines, Southwest and American Airlines, were facing unprecedented shutdowns and cancellations because of pilots and employees failing, refusing to go along with their jab mandates. And now those CEOs are now saying, we shouldn't even be wearing masks on plane anymore. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how the turntable's here in a few days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, you look at the, the Jesse Smollett, the Kyle Rittenhouse cases. Those are cases where in our current political media industrial complex, the truth was unattainable to achieve. Yet when facts and evidences are presented to regular people that are sober-minded and not filtered through those mechanisms, suddenly we get to a place of truth and justice. And I think that shows that really the answer we're looking for here are people who understand where their rights come from, which is God, who understand what the, that America, as Chesterton said, is the only country ever founded upon a creed, and that ultimately, stop waiting for some magic savior with an R after his name to show up and, and outsource your, your citizenship to him or her, but to take these matters peaceably, but confrontationally into our own hands with the mechanisms we have. And that's what our book lays out is a battle plan for doing exactly
0: that. Yeah. Some of the uh, chapters, first, we have to correct some stinking thinking. The Declaration of Independence, choose this day, the inconvenient truth about America, which is what?
4: That we're far worse off than we think. That what transpired Mm. the last year and a half didn't break or wreck anything. It's a harvest of things that were already broken and wrecked. So that the forces that want to really undo, um, what we're really talking about here is the unraveling and undoing of Western civilization. You know, I'm which really. Is essentially—
0: Go, go ahead. ahead. Don't go. Go.
4: No, well, I mean that which has essentially been a, a, a you know a, a 500 post Reformational uh, understanding of the world in the Judeo Christian context of how to conduct human affairs. What, where rights come from, where good and evil come from, who defines that, what institutions are in charge of such endeavors, the role of family, etc. What we're really up against is a complete and total unraveling of that. that that's why a lot of the theories and morals that, that the opposition articulates that they call progressive, they're not progressive. This is paganism. This is a pre-Judeo-Christian understanding of the world, and they, they're really regressive. They want to take us back to the Dark Ages, All right. So that even things like gender distinctions are all but gone and erased. And that 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 that, those are the stakes we're playing for here. And it's not as if we just got up one day and we're like, holy cow, how did we get to this place? We were actually creeping to this place for a long time. We were complacent. We did not confront it. And now we're in the position now where it's here, it's spectacular, and it has us cornered. That's the inconvenient truth.
0: So, um, uh, you know, I've been worried about this for a while. Um, you know, it, if you look back at Germany, Germany lost all of, its, uh, all of its icons, all of the, you know, even the eagle uh, of Germany uh, was lost in the 20s, and it was lost for about, 10 to 15 years then Hitler came in and he twisted mm-hmm. all of those symbols so the Iron Eagle yes. came back but it wasn't the same um, and I kind of feel like th- this is happening to us in real time we are slowly forgetting everything we you know we're 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 living our life in such a way now because of COVID in many places we would have never we would have never thought we would do this. Now we're just doing it and we don't even notice it anymore. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's the way life is. That's very dangerous.
4: See, this is why what you just described is why we have this phenomenon right now with people like Dave Chappelle, with people like Bill Maher, um, with, with people like Andrew Sullivan. I mean, Andrew, Andrew Sullivan's the Bill Buckley of the gay rights movement. It was the, its first respected celebrity intellectual he can't get booked on cnn or msnbc anymore why because if you go read half of andrew sullivan's twitter feed every day it about half of it is stuff i would tweet and i'm the guy that puts the fun in fundamentalism okay (laughs) because what, what 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 happened is a lot of the old liberals thought that they were just freeing themselves from our gods yes Okay. and what they're learning is that the new leftist actually all along intended to introduce the new gods instead okay so no you're not going to free your conscience from the mandates the Bibli- the mandates of the 10 commandments or what the bible preaches or traditional judeo christian understanding you're a- we're actually just removing those restraints so we can put the new restraints in instead so you really didn't get rid of some form of what you viewed as Theocratic authoritarianism. You actually just set the stage and helped us bring in real theocratic authoritarianism. It's just all going to be that the power emanates from the state. And this is why we're now finding some strange bedfellows from some of these old liberals who are like, wait a minute, I thought. I had a right to my own conscience, and it was really those Christians and those, and those conservative Jews who were stopping me from fully actualizing that. And now what they're learning is, you don't have a right to your own conscience. At least with us, you, we, were, we were willing to argue with you how far your right to conscience could go, but that you at least had one. With the new left, you don't have those rights anymore. You must comply. There is no individuality. It's why Dave Rubin's not gay anymore. He might as well change his name to Donald Trump, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's why Jason Whitlock's not black anymore he might as well change his name to Steve Dace or Glenn Beck, because it's not about any of those identities we were sold before. It was about a means to an end to use those things in order to deconstruct the old ways so we could introduce to you the new one.
0: So that's why it's so important to me that we're reaching out. I just did an interview with uh, Andrew Yang. Uh, I, there's mm-hmm. a lot I disagree with Andrew Yang on, but there's a lot I, I agree with him on. And these intellectuals that have had been part of this movement to the left, they're now saying, whoa, 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 Uh, uh-uh. not not here. This is I agree with the Bill of Rights. These are the people now finally coming to the table that we can disagree with and, you know, not have to round one, you know, one side or the other up in the end. Uh, and I think it's really important that we welcome this diversity to the right because there you want to talk about a very small tent it's the left
4: i, I agree because i also don't think that the traditional political venn diagram is applicable at the moment where we aren't having a direction an argument about the direction of the country we're having right. an argument about whether to have a country okay what is a border? What is a citizen? What's a boy? What's a girl? What's a team? What's a law? What's anything? We're, we're, we're up against a movement that, is, that really transcends politics. It is a rival religion, uh, it be, and, and it behaves in very cultic ways. That's why there's not a lot of critical thinking, but a lot of group thinking with talking points instead. It's what I've kind of dubbed on my show to use an old stained glass window term. I call it the spirit of the age. And that's why there's so much zealotry, so much fervor. That's why they seethe a lot, these people that are caught up in this, sadly, when they speak to you, that they can't critically think or reason with you. Uh, It's because they have given up on reason and have essentially just glommed onto a, a, a cultic spirit of the age that they think is ultimate truth. Is a form of salvation. It, it, this is absolutely spiritual, and and that's why you know we run a we run a great promotion for our colleague Allie Stuckey, on our uh, commercials here on Blaze TV, and and she keeps saying this line. I always hear her say, uh, "These people they absolutely think they're the good guys. They do. Mm-hmm. They think that they're the, that they're here to deliver us. That that we're the ones that are misbegotten. That we are the mm-hmm. that that we are the mis you know that we are the troglodytes here, unevolved." And so this idea that there could be a national divorce and our states go their way and their state, no, 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 folks, they, they think that they need to save us from going our own way. And so that's why what we're really talking about now is authoritarianism versus liberty. That's really the paradigm now. And, and, and that, that's why there is ability for us to work with people that we have a whole host of disagreements on. And I don't plan on changing my mind on most of those things anytime soon, but right now, uh, we're having a fight, Glenn. Am I entitled to have my own mind? See, uh, the, the, the
0: that is the thing that, you know, I, I keep starting in uh, conversations with people that I know I'm going to disagree with with this. Do you believe in the Bill of Rights as written? Mm-hmm. You give me nine of those, you know, first 10. Do you agree with the Bill of Rights? If you do, then all we're usually talking about are policies. And that's normal. It goes back to you saying, you know, what is a law? What is a nation? What is a border? If you understand the Bill of Rights, that gave us the playing field and it gave us this is all out of bounds. Well, nothing is out of bounds right now. And I'm, you know, I I can argue policies, but we are not talking about those now. It's not really about spending. It's about, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You are spending and building a structure for an entirely different system and you're not yes. including us in it.
4: That's exactly right. This is this isn't political, it's spiritual and it's not cultural, it's existential. These this is this is a completely new, fundamentally new way of life. Yes, it is. And 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 and, and this is the end of Mel Gibson's Apocalypto and neither side can agree on who the savages are, okay? So one belief system it, this is you know, it 's a worldview steel cage match now. two of them have entered only one of them is coming out, and either we are going to be permitted the luxury of going back to those culture war political issues that, that we thought at the time were existential and you know so serious and now we 've reached a whole different meta level and realized kind of seems pretty trite compared to what we 're talking about now either we 're going to be afforded the luxury of returning. To that political paradigm, and then uh, being angry at the Andrew Yangs of the world again, or we're not going to have a country. Those are really the stakes. So,
0: Steve, um, if you would have talked to me two months ago, I would have been very, very pessimistic. Um, Then Afghanistan happened, and I saw people stand up. Then the school boards uh, started to be flipped. Uh, Now people are starting to say, you know, shut up, Fauci. Uh, I, I'm starting to see that spirit of America uh, come back. Are you optimistic?
4: I'm optimistic. I'm more optimistic. I don't know. I'm a total depravity kind of guy, so I don't know that I'm ever actually optimistic. Okay, but <laughs> I, am, I am more optimistic than I was a few months ago. Yes. That I, I do think that there, there's, here's how I would define it. We don't have as many people um, uh, as, as we probably need. But we have more people right now, but we have more people than the system can tolerate at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we can build a groundswell of momentum here. And I think there is a window here that we can use things like mass resistance, noncompliance. New York State right now, I believe, has 40 of 62 counties that are refusing to enforce or implement the new governor's attempt to return to COVID standards. Fantastic. Fantastic. See, that's what we're talking about is is who they can issue all the decrees that they want. The school board doesn't have a sergeant at arms. OSHA with the jab mandate doesn't have police officers that they can come arrest you if your company won't enforce it. If enough people refuse to uh, to comply, these things become unenforceable. They, they, they're trying to impose these things through infrastructures that don't have enforcement mechanisms. Yet. They, we, they've just relied on yet. They've mm-hmm. just relied on us to go along with it. And and we need to show them that it will be painful for you to try to inflict these things on us, that this pain will not be a one-sided transaction any longer. Just like you want to inflict pain on us, we will return the pain on you for trying to inflict it.
0: Steve Dace, uh, Blaze TV host. Steve Dace Show follows this program every day. He is the author of The Faucian Bargain and the author of Do What You Believe or You Won't Be Free to Believe It Much Longer. This is what he's been talking about, this new book that is out now. Steve Dace. thank you so much. Talk to you again.
4: You got it, guys. Again, Merry
0: Christmas. Merry everybody. Christmas. Thank you. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. I just want you to be on high alert. In fact, I, I, think, it, I think it warrants uh, the duct tape alert uh, because what you are about to hear will honestly just, uh, it could make your head explode. But you might pray for that. So maybe you don't wrap, wrap your head in duct tape. Biden is now warning, and I quote, of a winter of severe illness and death. End quote. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) I mean, these guys just won't give up on their fear mongering. And I think like to make a prediction Mm. by the end of by the end of the year. And I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later because it already is. But America is just going to start mocking. I mean, universally mocking these warnings, mocking these people. And they're just going to be like, yeah, really? Got to wear a Got to wear a mask. huh? Not going to do it by the end of the year meaning in like just a couple of weeks or are you no, saying in no. 2020 in 2022 yeah it, it's, it's yeah i think
1: yeah
3: it's coming here's what i'm already saying to him a b c d e f u that's what i'm already saying <laughs> really uh, really? Yeah. really yeah and Not your a... mom and your sister and your job are you okay. quoting Broke a car <laughs> <laughs> that's stuff you call art what? <laughs> <laughs> are you guys familiar with this song? It was number uh, one in the country last year? Yeah, but week. I
0: didn't think I would hear it from you, <laughs> of all people.
3: I never thought I would quote a song like that either, but this yeah. is probably the song your kids are listening to and you don't know. Do you have a piece of it edited?
2: <laughs> you, any mom, any sister, any job, any broke ass car, and that's <laughs> car Lord, f- you any friends that I'll never see again Everybody but your dog looking thoughts been... I swear I to me the best when it wow. ended it's a good song. And it's
0: super catchy. As a as a programmer, strictly as a guy yeah, who used as a music to music guy a music guy who used to program top forty stations, I would have this in what was called power rotation out of the box. You'd hand it to me, I'd put it in, I'd listen, I go this put it on the air every right now. Minutes. Every ninety minutes. Every ninety right minutes. Now. It is a it's a smash hit. It's not only a smash hit, it is an anthem. Yeah. It's an anthem and those those happen uh occasionally, rarely, but it is an anthem that becomes a movement of the age. It
3: Yep.
1: Nice so they <laughs> spared is, the dog too. It, I, yeah. I feel good that they that. Yeah, they, she spared the dog. Spared she the dog. The dog it, it's
3: uh, it just you. It's something you can just powerfully relate to. I guess uh, it is. And so, I wish you couldn't. I wish I couldn't. Yeah. I, but uh, it, you can it, see it,
1: the appeal. Wait, you know, wait, it, you're, you're singing it. It's your like Pat Gray's I just, anthem. I thought you were saying it was good. Like it just for feels oh, no, good. it feels good. That's it, my. You know? That's
0: I could. I could quickly adopt that as my anthem. Oh, too. big time. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. And your kids
3: have got to, and mm. not that I want them to, uh, or they should be. This is what they're listening but to. But that's what they're listening
0: to. They're listening to that, and you don't know it, and they would mm-hmm. never sing it around you, but right. I guarantee you they know every they're word. They're singing to all their
3: friends, and they're screaming it in the car
0: when they're yeah. not with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's wow. weird. We are at a place where, like, I didn't like the, I, I let me put it this way. Uh, I like the Brandon chant. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. much better than what that what it means. Yes, Mm -hmm. I as a -hmm. a
1: parent of two small kids going to sporting events and hearing the actual chant uh, associated
0: with Let's Go Brandon over and over again. It was not
1: fun. I did not Mm -hmm. appreciate that. I like Let's Go Brandon much more.
0: So Mm -hmm. I but I think society I mean, Pat, you remember me in the day um, before before I sobered up and changed and found the Lord and everything else. I it was an art form. The F word was an art mm-hmm. form. Uh, mm-hmm. e, you know, I could say came up a few times in conversation. Yeah, and I could I could pretty much uh, talk about anything, and uh, probably more F words in it than actual other words, and you'd still understand exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I wasted all of those years. Well, maybe I was just a pioneer because everybody is talking like that now yeah doesn't Mm. it seem like that yeah like you hear that everywhere yeah everywhere seems like we're just getting dumber
1: and dumber as a society and i think that's it's like uh what was it uh the idiocracy the um movie that predicted the future uh blatantly but they, they everyone kind of breeds in gets dumber and dumber over time and then that's how they talk all the time All they're doing is swearing and like, and it's just constant
0: insults. But there is nothing better at times, mm -hmm. at times than that word. It just word is an effective, it's a very effective. word. There are only a couple of words that are more effective that, yeah, that that they don't get into songs all that often. Yeah,
3: right. (laughs) You know, uh, (laughs) but it's kind
0: of like it's, it's becoming almost like the C word Mm. in England. Like in England, it doesn't mean what we think it means. Right. The C word. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting. we all understand the right C word? Because I know there's lots of C mm, words we're not supposed,
1: supposed to say. Yeah, C is the one you got to stay away from the most, it seems like. That oh, word. It, hang
0: on just a second. I'm getting it from my Scottish friend. Is it only Scotland? So in England, does it mean the same thing that it does here? Means the same in England, not in Scotland. And mm. I know this because mm. the, the guy who is my assistant is Scottish, and uh, he... He was having a conversation uh, with his now wife, uh, but they were dating, and he he called her that,
3: and she was like,
0: what? And he was like, what? What's the problem? <laughs> Didn't go well. Didn't go well. Wait, but he wait. saved it. Does
1: it mean like, uh, you know, idiot? A right?
0: Can he just, just uh, let me see him at least. I know he doesn't want to be on the microphone, but. Does it mean idiot? Is that a appropriate what it, translation? What does it mean? Uh, open his mic. Go ahead. What's it mean?
2: It's just a friendlier way of saying yeah, that idiot over there.
0: A friendlier way of saying that idiot. A f- friendlier way doesn't seem way. friendly, but yeah, uh, and it. I mean, it doesn't seem like <laughs> idiot either. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: That's how we use that? I mean, we use it in all. Oh, I know. Reference in anybody?
0: I you I, oh, I, hmm. Over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know, and hmm. uh, and you know. <laughs> When I, because I, you know, I, I, you know, I watch the BBC a lot because I think the BBC is, no, it's not necessarily better. Well, yes, it is, um, but uh, it, it's just that it doesn't have any American politics in it got right. loads of british, british but i don't care it. if they burn to the ground so it's like <laughs> yeah that's funny
1: <laughs> uh yeah but it's interesting like over there they, they have a word a and they have a word for uh, cigarette as well that is that means something else over yes. here yes that mm-hmm. occasionally yes. makes it into those shows and
0: it, it's yeah. jarring because you just don't hear it And any context, and especially because it's usually preceded one a drag off of a yes, and you're like no, 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 I'm good.
1: (laughs) Thank you you for that. I was watching. I've been watching The Wire, the show uh, on HBO that aired in the early 2000s. Yeah, uh, and uh, basically based off Jason Whitlock's uh, recommendation because I've heard. Obviously, I've heard of of The Wire, and it's one of the you know most renowned shows of all time. And he was saying it's Mm. his favorite show of all time and so he he kind of talked me into going through it and it's very good but what's interesting about it is there it's you know it's about like drug dealing on the streets of baltimore in the early 2000s and they like particularly the anti gay slur is all over the place like like crazy and like it's it's interesting just in that time that has gone from a word that was just continually used in pop culture not necessarily in a positive way like hey these guys are good for using this word i mean they're bad characters but, like, it was just in there all the time. And you go back at, you know, there's episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that bla- just have the N-word in them. Straight mm-hmm. out N-word said full. Like, it's so shocking. Well, that, like, that's that's happened pretty fast.
0: Really fast. Well, but it is... It is uh, to me, it has always been shocking. Because, you know, Pat and I came from music radio. That stuff was in rap all the time. All the time? All the time. And so, it mm-hmm. was... To me, it was always shocking to hear it in music, and it's and then it was just weird that you could hear it in music. Still, can hear it in music. Hear it in you know with you know half of the population or what is it twenty percent of the population being free with it, just throwing it out anywhere and can, and everybody else is like. Hey, that's really a bad word. It's just weird. It's
1: mm-hmm. developed in a very strange way. I, I, there's that controversy that happened around here in, in Texas with uh, supposed racism in high schools. And it was what was kind of the basis of the recent CRT stuff that happened where here. the teenage girls were singing the lyrics of a rap song. Yeah. And yeah. that was part of, you know. The criticism of this town, and that like the white girls were singing the actual lyrics of the song. No criticism levied at the, the artist at all for recording the song this way. Right. No one said, "Hey, maybe like don't put it in the song that you know is going to attract mm-hmm. uh, young people who may not be able to decipher." the uh, ins and outs uh, nuances of how this word is supposed to be used. No criticism to them for making millions of dollars off the word. But let's criticize the high school kids for mm-hmm. just singing along to lyrics of a song that
0: Universal or some other big company is making millions of dollars off of. Remember when I stood up for Don Imus uh, do. against Al Sharpton? Because Al yeah. Sharpton, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Don just said some things he shouldn't have said, but it's, it's it's by far not worse than what's in rap songs. Oh God! No. And I'm talking to Al Sharpton. I'm like, when are you going to talk to the? When are you going to talk to the record companies? Mm-hmm. When are you going to boycott them? Mm-hmm. And wow. the answer, to, of course, is never. He actually did. He, oh, he did. He yeah. did say he would do it, oh, and he did. Do he did. It, I went and marched with him. Oh. I said, I don't. Oh, yeah, I'm not yeah, yeah. going to. I said, you're not going to do it. And he said, Yes, I will. And I said, You know what? Then I'll show up with my cameras and I'll be there, I was there to cover yeah. it. I don't agree with it. But I will I will cover it and I'll be there. And I walked out, he'd had a march, and uh, I walked around the corner, and he was there, you know, with a block full of people. And uh, one of the guards was like, No, 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 no. And Sharpton said, No, come here. And he looked at me like I was an alien, like I, you're here. And I said, Of course, I told you I would be. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't believe that you. Are doing this, and he said, "Well, I told you I would." And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but there was a time where that was a position of of race race activists, right? That we should everyone should get rid of the N word. It
0: should not just you be know. I don't know if anybody knows this. It, it kind of goes to all men are created equal. I mean, we should all be playing by the same rules. Mm -hmm. We should all be playing by the same rules. That's old school. What you're saying is old school. Who was the rap star?
3: Was it Drake that invited the white girl up on stage to sing one of his songs with him? (laughs) She sang the word, and then he berated her for it? Really? What?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
3: Yeah. What are your songs, man? I'm just singing the lyric. What am I do you, do you put N-word in there in place of it?
1: Kendrick Lamar, I'm being told,
0: it was. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not Drake. All right, uh, but good. Still, that's a that's that's insane. Amazing. I hope she went away going, you're yeah, I, a total psycho. I would think so. Well, how, yeah. well, how
1: about when the, in the uh, Jussie Smollett trial, they were reading the texts... And they and Jesse Smollett said the lawyer, the white lawyer, oh, couldn't yeah. read Jesse's text because right. the N word was used in the text. Jeez, Requoting text in a legal trial.
0: Hang on, just a second. Let's just all enjoy for a second the holiday season, and knowing that Jesse Smollett is going to go to jail. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. So, yes, yeah, I mean, nice. yeah. it's a good. Ah, it's like chestnuts <laughs> roasting on an open fire. You know, it just feels good. Na, na, na,
3: na.